Welcome, everybody, back to Top Qualifier Radio, episode two, the second official episode. And today we are joined by a very, very special guest. We're joined by Rich from the RC Network. And Rich, you put out a video about four hours ago, and now you're talking to us here on the show. So it's been a busy day for you, but how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Tyler. It's uh, an honor to be on the show and uh, glad to uh, be a part of a, a different media source other than, you know, video and YouTube and some of the other things that I'm involved with. So glad to be aboard. Yeah, no doubt about it. And it's definitely uh, very exciting for me to have a, a guest such as yourself. You know, like I said, you guys are out of California and you're your channel has over 36,000 subscribers. Actually, I'm looking at it right now. It's 36,690, and obviously a lot of people around the RC area would know exactly who you are if I say, hey, I'm talking to Rich from the RC Network. And basically my first question for you is, let's see, I, I, I took a look back at this, and I don't know, maybe maybe you remember, maybe you don't. It was five years ago that your uh, station, your, your channel got started, and your first video was about a very old eight-scale buggy. It was a uh, XTM XT2E, and that video, as of right now, has 3,000 views, and from the time you uploaded that video until now, did you ever think it was going to be as big as it is, and how did it start, and everything else kind of along those lines, Rich? Oh, gosh, no. I, I never expected to be in this part of RC at all. I mean, my RC career started with uh, a Slash 4x4 that my wife bought me for Christmas. And what brought me to YouTube was I I didn't know how to change the pinion gear. And so, of course, I go to you know Google and type in change pinion gear slash four-wheel drive, and a, a video popped up, and it was by the Stampede 19. I, I remember it to this day. This was you know, many years ago, and I I watched this dark, kind of shaky video, and I, I thought to myself, I could do a better job than that. <laughs> and over the course of a few years now, I've, you know, from the XTM video that you watched to, to what I released four hours ago, the, the video production quality and the audio, of course, and everything that goes along with the presentation of what I do has just greatly in, in increased from that XTM video, which was probably a dark and shaky video mm -hmm. if, you, if you watched it. So um, it, it's come quite a long ways. And one of the things that really kind of struck me when I watched that video is the fact that, like you said, a lot of things have changed, even even just the technology from back then to now, even if even if your, your ability to set up shots and anything hadn't changed, obviously the equipment would be better than it was then. But the one thing that kind of struck me was the fact that your personality and the way you come off and the kind of honesty that you bring in your videos really hasn't changed that much. And, you know, you don't see that a lot. In, uh, in today's world, sometimes not necessarily like world fame, but kind of a relative fame that you have changes a lot of people. But for me, it really hasn't watching your videos for probably the last three or four years now um, from the time to which you started getting quite a few views until now, like we said, with 36,000 subscribers. And, and since that first video to now, what are some things that you have found maybe as far as like when people give you uh, kits to review and things like that? Other changes like that from the time you made that first video, what are some big changes that you've seen in the world of RC and things like that, and maybe specifically to your channel as well? Well, there's been a, a huge change in the way that everyone gets their information. I mean, you know, 
back in the day it was always magazines and you know different things like that but now if you wait for a magazine you're you're about three months behind so i think what um you know what you kind of witnessed with the the b64d that i just put on the channel this week um it, it's all about here and now and i want the information now not three months from now and that that's what what's really changed with you know the changeover between magazines to you know the full-scale social media marketing that kind of the rc network has become it's become kind of that one-stop shop to you know market things and and show things that are brand new and fresh and what is a, a turning point maybe in your career is running the rc network what what point did you notice like hey this can be something larger than i ever thought it would be how many years ago was that or if it wasn't maybe even a year ago how long was it really that you said hey like this i can turn this into something that's big and i can bring so much information to people rather than just like we said making that video five years ago that has three thousand views now you make a video yesterday that now has 5500 views so obviously people are looking at this what was the turning point that brought you to the to knowing that hey this can be bigger than what i thought it ever could be before it, it was probably a point where i had companies actually reaching out to me to you know kind of use my platform to show some of their products and you know to review products and to you know show what new stuff they have coming out or maybe old stuff that needed some you know rekindling but um that was kind of the point i mean it was probably a good three and a half four years ago where i got that first email that just shocked me that, that said you know hey we we saw what you do would you like to review this and i would i i had to sit down i i just didn't realize that that could have happened to you know i think at the time i had maybe a thousand subscribers on the rc network so it it was really shocking and i i was just kind of you know dumbfounded to think wow they they watched my video i, I when I produced some of these videos, and especially back in the day, I never thought anyone actually watched these things. <laughs> it's just funny to, to hear the the amount of people that do, and you know, it, it's built a, a quite a big um, you know platform for, especially for the RC world. We're such a small niche, and, and it's just nice to see this. And you you actually just said it right at the end there. It's a niche market. You know, if you if you give a good product like you have. For the last five years of videos you know you will probably find people that will be looking for these videos and it's not like somebody who maybe is putting together a, a video on fantasy football where if somebody searches fantasy football tips they'd have to search through thousands upon thousands upon thousands of videos if i search axial xc10 uh, limited edition um, like the Vanquish, the Vanquish video that you did uh, it was about a week or two ago. You know, your your video, sure. even if even if you have about a thousand views, if if, if that's it, or maybe a hundred views, is going to be up there to the top. And one of my questions for you is, what have you found to be some of your favorite things about the RC industry? Um, maybe the people, or the or the fact that the companies maybe come to you and things like that. What are some of your favorite things about this world of RC that we're and what, that we are involved in? It is about the people. I, I could care less about the companies or the products. It, it's really about the people. And I'll tell you a story that happened to me um, about a year ago. I, I was at um, uh, OCRC, which is my local track here in Southern California, and I was just running a, a vehicle at the time that I was, you know, getting prepared to shoot video on. 
And a young boy, I think he was maybe 10 years old, uh, runs up to me and says, hey, are, are you rich from the RC network? And, and I said, I said, yeah. I go, how did you know? I don't typically show myself on video too much. And he actually recognized me for the car I was driving, <laughs> not so much for, uh, you know, for me in, in person. And he started screaming to his dad that this was rich from the RC network. And I later, you know, spoke to his dad and his mom. They were on vacation from Guam. Wow. So all the way across the, you know, the planet, they're here in Orange County going to a local RC track, and that made my year, my life, everything else that I touched base with someone across the planet about RC. That made my day. That um, that's you know, actually I, I, unbelievable of of a story, you know, and like like we've talked about before, the fact that it's such a niche market that you don't have to be like obviously you in California, you're in kind of the the hotbed of the indoor tracks, you know, like like you guys got Rain Man's just a couple hours away, obviously OCRC. All these tracks that I've really wanted to go since I've been a little kid but haven't really had a chance to, you are there right in the hotbed. So you guys have uh, such kind of a, a big network and things like that. And, and I just wanted to kind of touch base on you about the fact that you guys have so many tracks that are really close. And how important is that for, for a guy or maybe a child? Let's talk about a kid who comes up who's maybe 10, 11 years old like that young, young boy from Guam was. How important is it to maybe be in a hotbed like that, to have a network of, of pro racers? I mean, you go to OCRC, you're going to see some high-profile racers there, even on the club racing nights. And how important is that for a kid to go and see somebody like that week in and week out and be able to race against those guys week in and week out? I mean, it's, it's huge. I mean, they always say that if you want to be the best, you have to go, you know, race with the best or, or whatever the case is. I mean... You know, if you attribute it to any kind of hobby or anything else, if you want to be the best at it, you always have to go and kind of compete with those people. And, I mean, OCRC is a great place. I mean, literally, you can go there this afternoon and probably see Ryan Cavalieri there. I mean, they're always there. The, the pros are there. And what's so cool is they are not afraid to just talk to other people about vehicles or whatever the case is. I mean, I've, I've talked. In fact, yesterday I I talked to the engineer that designed the B64D was, you know, pitted one station across from me, and we were just chatting about the B64D, which was really cool. And you know, one of the questions that I'm going to ask you before we kind of talk about the B64D is maybe you know you've told us a couple stories, and I love hearing these stories, especially from guys like yourself. You know, and what is what is one of the mo biggest events that you've been able to attend? Obviously, you went to Reedy Race this year and things like that, but what are some of the big events that you've really enjoyed going to, and what are some things that you take away from those big events? Well, I, I went to RCX last year as a guest um, for ProLine. Actually, ProLine invited me to go out there and show off a couple of vehicles and just kind of connect with some fans and you know talk about their products specifically. And um, it, it was really cool, too. You know, I showed off, I think, the... Uh, their monster truck, uh, the Pro MT, and then also my Spawnzilla build, which was kind of like my channel build at the time, and it was cool to you know connect with people for you know what they want in RC, and you know not only the products that I was kind of representing, but um, you know just talking with people. I, I met up with uh, two other YouTube producers there, um, Chris from Hemi Storm RC, 
and also uh, Reed Lucas from uh, Urban RCLA. Uh, they were both there, and we, we hung out. We shared stories about not only YouTube, but just RC and just being friends, which was kind of cool. So um, that was one of the big events. Um, this year I'm actually going to Axial Fest, which is coming up in July. Um, last year they brought out 1,500 um, people that own Axial vehicles as part of uh, basically a a customer-involved party uh, that, that lasts an entire weekend up in the mountains at Cisco Grove Campground in uh, Northern California. So I plan to attend that this year. That's going to be an amazing um, event as well. So the, the events are cool. The Reedy Race was awesome. I went to the Surf City Classic at OCRC as well. I mean, it's just amazing the, the people that you meet and the conversations. And, you know, like like you said, those big events, you know, I, I hope to get out to one of those one of these days, you know, like probably in the next couple of years after, you know, after I've like I was talking to you before we started here, after I graduate and things like that, taking a trip out to uh, to the L.A. area and, and go to OCRC definitely has to be on the top of my list. But, you know, uh, we I called you and I told you that I wanted to talk about the B64D and, you know, coming off of the B44.3, which was in basically uh, running continuation for over almost 10 years, I think it was, the B, from the B44 to the point one, point two, and point three. And, you know, looking back at some of your videos that you did on the point three, when I bought my point three about six months ago, you know, you were a, a decent fan of it. You know, you said that it wasn't a bad, uh, a bad car and things like that. But now watching the videos that you put out on the B64D, you've said that this really isn't anything like the 44 platform and that you're really a big fan of it. And what are, you know, I mean, obviously I've watched your videos. I know exactly what you're going to say when I ask you this question. But what are some of the biggest differences between that 44 platform and now the 64, 64 platform? They really made the, the 64 and the, they had to make it. I mean, the like you said, the, the B44 platform has been out for 10 years now. And before that, it was the the BJ4, I believe it was called, from uh, J Concepts, which was basically just a prototype vehicle. And the 44 lasted for 10 years, but with all the different track-changing conditions, I mean, you have people racing on not only dirt, but clay like I do. You have people racing on AstroTurf and carpet and even concrete I've seen. They need a, a platform that is versatile so that when they go to the world's and in Japan, uh, like they did a couple of years ago, um, they have a vehicle that they can really compete with and be, um, you know, in the top of their industry uh, with that vehicle. They just couldn't do it with the with the B44 platform, and the B64 is is honestly a great vehicle so far. And I, I literally only have about three battery packs through it so far, and it's just amazing to drive. I have some tuning to do, but it, it is just absolutely amazing. And I know I watched the video that you did in your first run that you put out yesterday. Uh, today's Wednesday. If you're listening to this later on, make sure to go on the RC Network and watch that video, the Team B Team Associated B64D first run video that Rich put out. And uh, definitely watch that one. And like you said, you know, you were running just a kit setup on it, but it, it looked pretty close to, to what uh, it needed to be. And <laughs> I think it was kind of funny you put in your description that you're not necessarily the best driver, but it made you look good. And, you know, that's kind of, uh, interesting to think about, you know, these guys that go out there that maybe were driving the 44. That was the car that you really had to muscle around, and you had to be a really good driver for it to to really show its muscle, you know. But the the B6, I have a B6 now, and it, it was buttery smooth, and you know, 
really amazing from the first time I drove it. You know, I'm not the best driver by any means, and but it was very easy to drive. And do you think that a lot of the things that came over from the B5 to B6 platform, as far as the two-wheel buggy, a lot of those things are kind of showing up in this 64 platform? I, I really think so. And, I mean, they've, they've really made a, a very universal and very cost-effective platform. I mean, if you look at the B6, they've basically taken one platform, and you're literally – not even $50 away from making that into a full carpet platform if you go from the B6D. I mean, a, a laydown transmission is $28 uh, for the, the B6D. And then if you add in the, um, the the gear diff, I mean, that's another few bucks. I mean, you're literally, you know, you're able to race on any surface with that B6 platform. So they've really kind of incorporated that into the B6D now. I mean, the B6 for... Uh, D is coming out here soon. I'm sorry, B64, which is going to be like the carpet or AstroTurf edition, is coming out soon, and it's literally going to have a different setup and then also a center slipper instead of the center uh, differential. So, I mean, and that's literally going to be maybe a $20 difference in, in prices for parts, but you're able to race on any surface wherever you go across the planet. Well, no doubt about it, Rich, and you know a lot of people like myself are are waiting for that B6T and the B6SC to come out, or excuse me, oh, yeah. SC6 to come out. And uh, I'll be definitely waiting for those as well. But, you know, I wanted to tell you thank you so much for joining us here on Top Qualifier Radio. I really appreciated it. And, you know, I'd love to have you maybe on sometime in the future if you would let me do that. But once again, just thanks a lot for coming on and talking to us. Anytime, Tyler. I definitely appreciate the uh, the interview and uh uh, the invitation and i'll be on anytime well guys once again that was rich from the rc network be sure to check him out on youtube once again the rc network and rc network is all one word also find him on facebook at the rc network as well and on rcnetwork.com well once again that was rich i'm tyler thanking you all for listening next week we have a very high profile guest going to come on with us again and be sure to Check us out on Twitter at TopQualRadio, Q-U-A-L Radio, and uh, be sure to, to tune into that and see who our next guest is going to be. Well, once again, for Rich, I'm Tyler. Thank you all for listening right here on Top Qualifier Radio.